Welcome back. This is Max with It's Not That Funny Podcast. Uh, we are on episode nine. We are going. When by we, I mean me. But I do appreciate everybody who has listened. Whether you stop ten minutes in or you listen to a whole entire episode, I do. I truly do appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna kind of kind of freeball this one. Um, I did not record yesterday when I was supposed to and that is because I am a huge nerd and they um Wrath of the King came out classic if anybody knows what this is you know what it is if you don't you don't for those who know no those who don't don't um yeah so I was rushing that last night uh I'm gonna load that shit up the minute I'm done with this podcast as well uh, it takes me back to my my childhood when I was younger. So, uh, I think Wrath came out in like 2009 or something like that. And it got me thinking about nostalgia and uh, like how how we like to live in nostalgia. And we like to live in those times where the, it might have sucked. I mean, when Wrath Legend came out initially, I don't think my life was going that great. But I had World of Warcraft. And that's funny because I know a lot of people who will look back and be nostalgic or look back and um, think about those times. And the first thing they think is, damn, I should have went outside more. Uh, I should have uh, not played so many hours, whatever. And the only thing I could think of is I should have played more. I t- 100%. I feel like I, I didn't, I should have stayed inside more when I was younger. Probably would have gotten in a lot less trouble. But um, yeah, it just, it, it I, I had a lot of good memories, a lot of online friends. That was like, I would hide the fact that I played World of Warcraft. I thought that was hilarious. Looking back now, um, I don't. I don't. I don't know why you would hide that. It's kind of a strange thing to hide, uh, especially when like I wasn't very cool, and I don't know who I was trying to impress. But God forbid anybody knew that I, I played World of Warcraft at the time. I would have fucking. I I remember a time. I'm gonna talk about nostalgic gonna be nostalgic. I remember a time. I think my mom. It had to have been like 2007. My mom was gonna buy me. Um, like World of Warcraft time, which is like on this little card, and it's like a little card, it looks like a gift card, and and I was with her at Walmart during this time, and I was dying that the cashier, like it was like as if you were buying like condoms or or lube or something, which is a weird topic, but um yeah, and I, dude, I was dying like this 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 fucking cashier lady's gonna see the fact that my mom's buying me World of Warcraft. Oh my god, like you know, I was like embarrassed to buy it. Um, and, uh, and, and that sucks. Cause I, if I would go back in time, hundred percent telling everybody, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do, playing whatever I want to play and en- enjoying myself a little bit more, not feeling so guilty for enjoying a video game. Uh, I mean, we do, you know, there are some, some fucking dorks out there, but embrace it. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's, that is funny. Um, why is it so weird and you're a sociopath if it's not weird when you're younger to buy condoms or lube or any kind of anything related to sex. Why is that? Why is that so weird? 
Um, we all do it. You know, we all have sex. Majority of people. There's some fucking people out there who don't. Um, we need condoms or whatever. Whatever it is you're using. And, and it's always so fucking awkward. It's so weird. Like, I just don't understand why everybody, like, why, why does it got to be that way? You know, and, like, I would never, ever buy that shit from Walmart or whatever. Because, like, dude, you, you know, that was before self-checkouts. So, it was, like, you had to go up to the cashier lady and they got to scan everything right in front of you. So, you always want to, like, pick, like, the shittiest fucking gas station to go to. Just because it's, like, that guy can't judge me, dude. He sees, like, crackheads in here, like, blowing each other and shit. So, it's, like, what is he going to be mad at me? Like, weirded out by me buying condoms. But yeah, that was <laughs> such a weird exchange every time. And you're just, like, dude, what the fuck, you know? I mean, the only other option, you, I mean, you could buy, like, condoms from Amazon or something. You know, you wind up with, like, a hundred pack of fucking condoms at your door or whatever. But, yeah, I I'm, I, I was never, I always felt like I'd have to get a story ready to tell them. Which doesn't make any sense, because why would they give a shit, like, oh, I'm about to fucking have sex or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, you had to, like, I, I, I had to always be prepared. I had to, like, I had to know what I was going to say to this guy as I was buying condoms, just in case he asked me any questions. Which is super fucking strange because I've and and they never asked you. They never said anything. They would look at you weird, like a raised eyebrow, scan the condoms or whatever, and hand it back, and that was it. Are you or you'd buy like, like uh like uh, like you'd buy like a shitload of candy bars and some soda and they try and hide it, but like you know they gotta scan that shit anyway. Now man, you can just go to Maverick and just have self checkouts there. So that's crazy. Uh, I tend I tend to live in nostalgia a lot. Uh. I like I like to think about the past. Um, I think it's fun, even when even when it it wasn't great. It, it's still fun to to think about those times because there's like a lot of fun in the suck, I guess, during those times. Um, but yeah, I like to live in the past not too much. Like I didn't, I never want to be that guy who like you know the glory day guy. You know, highlight was in high school. He peaked early and then just kind of dwindled off, and now he's kind of like. I don't know. I don't know where that guy is. I think about a lot of those people. Where are those people? Um, I, I don't keep up with anybody really from high school. So I know a lot of people I knew from high school are dead. But besides, I mean, that's besides the point. But but yeah, I think it's always fun. I think I think it's fun to think about nostalgia because then uh, it can get ruined for you because like like Wrath of Lich King um, or let's say an old movie or an old book. Or an old experience, or you go back to a park you haven't been to since you're little. Um, it was never the thing you were doing that was what what was what it was about. Like all those moments normally have people involved. So like I had a group of people I always play with. So I think about those times. It was like this incredible moment in my life. I was having a lot of fun, and then like fast forward. 13 years or whatever now and I'm like I'm having fun playing the game because I enjoy playing the game but it, it's not the same because it will never be the same you know that fun park that fun moment you had you, you're more likely sharing it with somebody um you know unless you're a complete loner or whatever but you know a lot you know a lot of times we don't understand that we're, we just miss we, we're missing that social aspect of that memory um or that book I guess a book yeah, I don't know. People do book clubs. You know, you read a book with a, a friends or family or whatever, and then you guys share that experience, that moment, and, and you know that only happens once. You know, you only get the the fresh, the freshness, the experience of it one time. If you ever go back and leave, relive that moment, it it will never be what you remember because of you were naive or you were young or, you know. So you only you only get that opportunity once, and 
I think about that with my my daughter because there's a lot of times where I'll be watching a movie with her that she's ran into the ground. And, but I think about that first time watching it with her and how incredible of a moment that is and like um, how much you, you like you have to cherish that because I'm going to think back 10 years from now to that moment where we watch Encanto for the first time and my daughter loves Encanto and, and it's and it's everything to her. You know, and and I'll I'll only have the memory or or the nostalgia of that, and then I'll sit down with her when she's like twelve, and force her to watch it, and be like, "Dude, you used to love this movie." You know, she might not give a shit because, um, you know, by the time she's like what fucking fifteen, she'll be watching Euphoria season thirty or whatever. You know, it'll be Zendaya as a grandma. But yeah, it's I I think about that too much. Sometimes I live in my head a little bit too much, and and that's it's good and it's bad because you start thinking about all sorts of shit when you think about the past, but. But yeah, um, I'm totally, we're totally, we're totally freestyling this right now. Um, I didn't want to do topics necessarily this go around because I didn't want to. I wanted to try. I want to try something different already. Uh, not because I think it'll be better or worse product um, or content, but just because I want to do whatever I want whenever I want. And that's it. Um, that is it. Uh, and that brings me to someone hit me up and they told me that that they listened to some of the podcasts and that they didn't get it. And um, there's nothing to get. This is it. This is all of it. Uh, it's going to be my perspective on my life, on other, on other things I see, on my family, on current events. Um, that is it. There's not always something there because there shouldn't, uh, there, there just won't be. And um, I appreciated it because the person who told me this, he's kind of weird. Um, I'm in all these weird fucking niche weirdo uh, Instagram groups where I find all these crazy, ridiculous memes that I just shit post onto my personal account. And I'm in a couple. I'm in like two or three of them. And this guy's in one of them. And uh, the interactions I've had with him are, are interesting. They're kind of cool. Um but not for the reasons you would think. Uh, has anybody ever, has anybody ever met someone that you know they don't like you, right? Like you just know. So there's two ways to handle that, right? So you meet somebody for the first time, you realize they don't really like you that much. Um, now, not like in a a malicious, I'm gonna ruin you or tear you apart kind of way, but like kind of like everything you might do or like. They don't like, and I mean, I meet people like that all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of shit. I don't like, or I think it's stupid. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to quit communicating with those people. So this person's kind of like that. Um, since Dave, since the first time I ever talked to him on Instagram, he's just some weird Instagram guy. Like I'm some weird Instagram guy to him. Uh, ever since I talked to this guy, I could just tell, um, that we, you know, you just don't vibe with somebody or they don't, they don't like you. But not like, like I said, not in a malicious way. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't like call, like, you know, he's not like name, we're not name calling or like thrashing each other or anything like that. You could just tell the things you say, he doesn't find funny or that, or he doesn't like them, period. And like I said, there's two ways to handle this. A lot of people handle it way one. They get pissed off. They take everything to the heart or offensively or like this person's attacking them maliciously or why don't you like me? Um, I guess there's three ways, you know, a lot of people do that one. They say, fuck you. You know, how can you not like me? Whatever. 
Um, you're a piece of shit. You know, you're not fucking funny. Whatever. And then way too, a lot of people do this too. They try and get that person to like them. Now, I fucking hate that. I'm not going to try for anyone. Why? You know, and I don't, I can't, I can't imagine. I can because I've done it in the past. But as an adult, trying to make someone like me. You know, it just doesn't work out that way. And then way three is the way the way I go about it. I continue to talk to that person, and I'm a obli- I act oblivious to the fact they don't like me. Um, and I do that with this person. Excuse me again. He's really cool. I think he's cool. I think it's funny. He's a weirdo, just like me, but his own way. And uh, with people like that, I will continuously have normal conversations with a level head and never letting anything rile me up. Because why would it? And I feel like it's the best way to approach people that don't like you because they will either then eventually, you know, you might grow on them or whatever, if that's your goal, or they are internally, they, they, they begin to hate you because, because you continue to talk to them normally and you're oblivious to whatever the nonsense is they throw your way. And I think it's amazing. I think it's petty and I think it's spiteful. And I think it's the best way to handle people. You, you realize someone doesn't like you. It's like, don't kill them with kindness because that's fucking whack. We're not kissing anybody's ass. You just treat them like a normal human. And people hate that. They fucking hate it. Um, but yeah, he said, I, I don't get it. And uh, I said, thank you for At least he listened. That That's all I can ask. That's all I can ask for. That's all I can ask any of you for who might be still listening at 14 minutes in. I All I can ask is, oh my God, we're already 14 minutes in. All I can ask everybody is, try and listen. And that's it. And if you don't like it or you don't get it or, you know, whatever there is to get, then, you know, then you don't have to listen. But I appreciate him listening because he, he listened. That's cool. Uh, he won't ever listen again. So he's never going to hear this, which is even funnier. But, yeah, um, I just thought it was interesting. Um, you know, like my mom listens to this, this podcast, which I think is funny as hell. Uh, you know, like it's it's kind of weird when you talk a lot about things you might not have talked to with people and then they hear it for the first time and then they know this knowledge of you and it's from you but it wasn't directly with them and i i I think that's funny because it's like it's like you are uh gossiping about yourself on the like like uh it's like a reverse confession like instead of you telling the father or whatever by the way Weird ass experience with that. Yeah, instead of you telling the father uh, about all the shit you've done, uh, you're the guy on the other side of the screen door, and your whole entire fucking family, all your friends, and all these weird people you never even met, are on the other side, and you're just confessing everything to them, and they're just listening to you. Now they know this information about you and what people do with it. They might come up and talk to you about it or whatever, and that's weird, but also kind of funny. That makes for a weird conversation. Um, you know. Or they just bury it and they just know this shit about you and then you never talk to them about it because why would I? And then they just they just know your they know it. They just know you. Without ever knowing you. And that's kind of cool. I like that. Man, dude, so when I want to get married, well, not when I want to get married. When when me and my, my wife decide to get married, um, uh, my wife is not re- super religious, but she always wanted a church wedding, and that never bothered me because I don't give a fuck. You know, because if I don't believe in God or whatever, that is, you know, if she wants to do this, it, 
my beliefs aren't so ridiculous. I don't think it's at as ridiculous, you know, to like be at the church or whatever that I would refuse to be there. Um, so I converted the uh, quotation marks um, because you have to go through this, dude. Any, all right, I I know I mentioned last time that um, well, you know you should stay clear of white women. Maybe some of you got offended. You might have white wives. Now I will say there are benefits to that side of things or, or non-religious people because of the fact that there are so many steps and processes in anything that is related to marrying a Mexican person. It's absolutely ridiculous. I had to go through like, you know, classes every week. It was, it was enlightening because these people are out of their goddamn minds. Um, you know, uh, these classes every week, you have to learn these prayers, you got to take a test. And then finally you confess to the father, dude. And I had been looking forward to this moment the whole entire time. Cause you see this shit on movies, you see it like on Hitman, you know, or whatever, like where it's like, you're just going to tell this guy your fucking darkest secrets. You know, it's like, it's your one opportunity to tell someone some fucking dirt on yourself. Like, bro, I'm going to snitch on myself so fucking bad, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel myself with this fucking father, right? Um, oh, I twice I tried. Yeah, man, white women don't give a fuck about that shit. White women want to be married in a fucking, I don't even know what. They, they all get married up at Tannenbaum. You know, they want to be up in Tahoe or whatever, or next to a, a, a lake. Or you know what? Actually, no, they don't. You know where white women love getting married? Golf courses. I don't know why. It's just in our blood, I guess. But yeah, you don't got to worry about that shit with white women. That might be the, that's not even a, positive that's just a not a negative about dating white women uh but yeah you know so this build up there's all this build up i deal with all this shit the whole entire time i go through all these you know i get communion i get back i get baptized which is fucking amazing <laughs> so i'm not going to hell just yet i ruined that already but um you know and you go through this whole long process it's a whole bunch of uh you know bells and whistles and it's kind of a cool process to go through it's an opportunity i would never have because i would never do this to myself um you know, and the teachers, they can tell I don't give a fuck. Um, and they want me to care a little bit. And at the end of it, uh, before my my confession, um, one of the ladies asked me, like, you know, how, do you believe in God now? You know, how she know I didn't, I believe in this shit? I don't know. Like, I learned all the prayers and shit, and she still caught my ass. Uh, she caught me slipping for sure. And, um, you know, I said, you know, I said my view on a lot of this has changed. I feel like a lot of people do actually need God because, you know, people in there need God. Because these, these, some of these poor people, they're like, it's the only thing keeping them straight. Now, it's a complete placebo effect. It's like therapy for people who don't have, like, health insurance or whatever, you know? It's free. But, um, you know, and I'm like, you know, I think it's good for some, you know, some people. And she's like, so you believe in God now? And I, I wouldn't say that to her. And I know that bothered her. Uh, but I will uh, believe that there are people who need it. So all this happens, and it's confession time. Dude, and I'm I'm nervous. I'm hyped. I'm nervous because this guy's supposed to quiz me on some of the prayers, dude. And I'm like, I'm trying to like remember all my prayers and shit. And I'm doing, you know, I got my rosary mode on and shit. And I walk in there, and he's just sitting at a desk. like an, It looks like a principal's office. It's like I got called into the office. There's no confession booth. And he just sits there, and he speaks good English. Um, uh, yeah, he speaks pretty good English, so we're, we're fully communicative, as opposed to like a lot of the other teachers. They were majority of them are Spanish speaking. Um, 
And he sits there right at this principal's desk. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I was about to throw all the dirt out in the world about myself to one guy. God. And, um, and, and, and it just him at this desk. And it was such a letdown. It was such a bummer. I felt like at that point I did waste my time with the process, even though I had to do it. It was like, but that was the whole, it was the peak of it all. So, you know, I sit down and, um, you know, I just fucking lie to the pastor. You know, I just tell him, you know, you know, sometimes I'm greedy or I'm envious or I'm a glutton. You know, I'm very prideful. I, I think that's what I said. I'm, I'm super, I have too much pride or spite, which, you know, if, if no one knows, that's like the worst sin. And apparently that's what, what Satan did to get sent to hell. So it was probably, probably not the best thing I told him. Um, yeah, you know, and the dude fucking just says, all right, give me, uh, you know, you, your homework for the week is, uh, like 10 Hail Marys and a couple, uh, you know, a couple other different homes or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have to, and I thought I had to do them right there and I didn't. And he just kind of let me go. And that was it. And then afterwards I'm like, yeah, what the fuck was that to my wife? And she's like, I don't know. That was the fucking worst thing ever. I'm like, well, did you tell him all your sins? And she's like, fuck no, dude. I was staring him in his face. I'm gonna have to see this guy later. And um, I thought that was fucking weird. It was, it was hilarious. You know, we're all waiting in a line <laughs> outside. Like we're like we're getting our like uh, you know, like we're applying for unemployment or something. Like there's so many of us just waiting to to confess this the father and this fucking guy just, you know, just sitting there thumbs twiddling, dude. I was like, what the fuck, man? He's drinking diet coke and shit. I'm like that's kind of distracting. Yeah, man. What, what you won't do for love? I love my wife and do anything for her. And if that means. Uh, lying to your God, dude, fucking sign me up. Did I renounce my religion the second I was married? Of course I did. Of course I did. But, you know, I still did it for her. Uh, probably not going to make my kids do that shit. I, don't, I feel like they should have a choice. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Man, that was fucking weird. That was such a weird time. So much I was working so much during that time, too, which, which just made it all crazier. Yeah, that was a trip. Um, so I, there's a lot of stereotypes about white women, obviously. And now I'm not bagging on white women. I just know, I know a lot of them because my whole entire family is nothing but white women. Even the homeless ones are white women. Um, but, you know, like my mom loves, dude, she fucking loves serial killer, you know, all that like you know that shit they say about people, women who love watching serial killer shit and reading serial killer books. It's so true. My mom loves that shit. Now I thought that was a white person thing. Now my wife loves that shit too. So I'm pretty sure it's just a woman thing, which is so weird. And um, I walked out and she was watching the new Dahmer thing on on Netflix or whatever. And um, you know I start watching. I'm like, you know, like, do you know about this guy? And she's like, no. And I start telling her about him. And apparently I'm wrong because I start telling her about like five different other serial killers that I know about. And then I'm like, oh, this is fucking Jeffy boy. You know, I, I tell her about it prior to the, to, while she's watching the show or whatever, she pauses it. And, um, you know, and I'm like, you know, she fucking reels me in. She reels me in with all of her fucking shows. I didn't want to watch Dahmer. I'm not interested in that shit. I don't find it interesting. Uh, like, not like the remakes where they got fucking Ryan Gosling playing the bad guy, like playing Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know who the fuck, uh, the guy Quicksilver is playing Jeffrey Dahmer. And then you got like, um... They got like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know who else is in the fucking show. Famous people. I don't like watching that shit. I like, I'd rather watch a documentary. But dude, my wife always gets me. She fucking puts stupid shit on that I don't want to watch. And then they hook you in because it's entertaining. And then I'm sitting on the fucking end of the couch 
they, you know, like on the, on the on the arm of the couch, watching this stupid fucking show about Jeffrey Dahmer. She did this with Ninety Day Fiance, and I just I end up watching it all. I end up just getting into it with her, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Let's, you know, and, and then the baby's sleeping, and it's like, well, what do you want to put on? You know, what do you want to watch at night? And I'm like, dude, let's fucking run that Jeffrey Dahmer back, you know. And I'm like, you fucking hypocrite. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm watching the, the show with her, and the dude's absolutely terrifying looking. And honestly, if you go down to Midtown in Reno, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure everywhere has a Midtown. And if you don't know what Midtown is, it's it's the uh, you know you got a lot of uh, guys and gals walking around with um you know all sorts of nonsense going on. They're wearing like these big fucking glasses. You know, a lot of hipsters. You got a lot of uh, rolled up pant legs that are rolled up four or five times. Um, you know, they got ankles showing. Uh, lots of tattoos. Not necessarily good ones, but a lot of them. You know, they're just hipsters. They are what they are. They're half of Portland. You know, that's just the people that live down there. Now, if I'm one of those people, I'm fucking pissed. Because Jeffrey Dahmer looks like every fucking dude on South Virginia Street. He he. That's just the vibe. I saw a guy at the store that looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. Blew my fucking mind. He had the same glasses and everything. Same weird haircut. And I'm like, that guy's just not doing justice um, to these fucking hipsters. Or maybe these hipsters are doing justice to him. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I just know that he looks like every hipster dude right now walking in South Virginia Street. Um, And, you know, I guess there's a lot of controversy around the show because everybody's trying to, like, everybody gets butt hurt every time there's a new show about a killer because, you know, the people... You know, it's getting newer and newer. I mean, this was like in the late 80s, 90s. So those people, the family, are still alive. You know, it's not like Jack the Ripper or whatever the fuck, and those people have been dead for 100 years. And it's like, no, they're like, like that guy's brother's like 35 now. You know, and, and they're like, they just, you know, they get all riled up about, um, you know, which kind of makes sense because, like, if you watch that show and your brother got fucking raped and murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer... And that just happens to be episode three. I'd, pro- I'd probably be fucking pissed too. Like, like, dude, like, you know, like, why are you watching it? You know, your brother got killed, you know, killed by Jeffrey Dahmer. Why are you watching episode three? You know, or maybe they surprise you. Next thing you know, it's like, you know, or what if they get like a shitty actor to play your dead brother? Like, that would suck. Like, maybe the guy fucking sucks at his job. And and that's supposed to be your dead brother. And you're watching him. You're like, dude, for one, this guy fucking sucks. He's not even like my, he doesn't even look like my brother. You know, and then, and then you're uh, you mad because he doesn't, you know, because he doesn't look like your brother. Are you gonna about to watch your not brother brother get raped and murdered? I don't know. That's fucking weird. I guess I'd be up in arms too if that was anybody I knew. Then again, I probably wouldn't watch it. But you know, that guy probably knows somebody who would definitely send him the link to the video. Like, hey, look, is this your fucking brother in episode three of that new Jeffrey Dahmer series starring um, Owen Wilson? Oh, that, that's not, that is your, oh, your brother's episode four? Like, dude, I would get fucking old quick. But yeah, you know, it's, it's fucking weird um, that that's what we like watching. But that's what people love watching. That's what my wife loves watching. You know, I think one day she was just watching this crime show about people who almost got killed. And it's just like 50 short stories. It's like ridiculousness, but for people getting robbed. And I mean, she watched that for a fucking hour and a half. Blew my, you know, it blew my mind. I was like, why is this? You know, how's this enjoyable to you? Meanwhile, she thinks I'm a sick fuck because I watch anime, anything. You know, every, you know, which I think that's that's absolutely hilarious. 
So, you know, she thinks I'm fucking messed up in the head because I, I like watching cartoons. I guess that makes sense. You know, fair game. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, R.I.P. hipsters, man. You guys are... 2022 is not your guys' year. Y'all walking around there looking like Jeffy boy. Now, some of you weirdos might got a serial killer kink. And maybe there's a bunch of dudes out there that are trying to get fucked by a Jeffrey Dahmer lookalike. If that's what you're going for, I mean, it's right. The time is now. The time is now. Yeah, what do we got coming up? We got uh, the fucking 10Ks this weekend, dude. I'm like five days out from a 10K. I've, I've had a migraine for two days. Why? Maybe I'm stressed out. Who knows? Maybe I'm dying. I don't know. Maybe it's the slowest fucking aneurysm to ever exist. And maybe, just maybe, I will dislodge it and I'll shoot to my fucking brain on this 10K as I finish up. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it because I've never done anything like this. It'll be cool to do. I'll see Tupo there, which is sick. Um, Dude's going to fuck me up, but what are you going to do? I think, uh, like I said, uh, James is going to be there. So those two dudes, I'll, I'll get to see James for the first time in a million years. And maybe I'll, uh, uh, you know, we'll chit-chat with him a little bit. But yeah, so that's coming up. And that's right around the corner. I did do something that I feel like every fat person... It, there's a point where you get so fat. So there's a point where you get so fucking fat that you start buying things to make yourself work out. And uh, I think I'm there. Like, uh, I'm losing weight. It's not, not very fast, like I said. But I bought... Dude, now this isn't funny. You're gonna laugh at it. I bought a treadmill. Now that's fucking hilarious, dude. If I heard a fat guy that bought a treadmill, I would be dying right now. So you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I bought a treadmill. It should be here next week. Um, as much as I like going to Planet Fitness and watching all the fucking weirdos do jack-offs for fucking 10 sets of five or whatever, you know, there's so many weird people go to Planet Fitness. And I go there because it's open 24 hours and it's close and it's cheap. And all I'm doing is running on the treadmill anyway. But yeah, dude, as much as I love doing that, I absolutely hate leaving my house. So I decided I'd invest in a nice, a pretty decent treadmill here for the house. And, uh, you know, I'm, my goal is to not turn into a gigantic coat rack like everybody else does. But yeah, man, once I get that fucking treadmill, dude, it's game on, Tupo. I know you might not be listening to this point, but it's... Fucking game on, brother. Um, yeah, I just feel like every when I worked in telecoms, every fat person I, they'd answer the door, they were hella fat. Maybe like a fat family, you know, you got like a fat kid, fat husband, fat wife. They're so fucking happy. How are you so happy? Is it because you're all fat? Like, that don't that makes sense to me. Like, if we all look the same, if we're all obese together, it's just we're all in it together. We all just fucking eating Cheetos at midnight. They'd always have an elliptical that would never get used, and you know. I think that's it for me. I'm going to get this treadmill. We're really going to fucking let it fall downhill. I'm going to set that bad boy up, put a bunch of coats on it, and, uh, you know, let's, let's hit 350, boys. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this weekend. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do very well, but I don't think I can do really bad. Uh, there's probably going to be a whole bunch of old fucking people in there. Then I'm going to put the burners on. You know, I'm going to have fucking, uh, you know, Betsy and, uh, you know, Gerald over here walking. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking absolutely dust them. 270 pound human flying by. Um, yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. Man, I can't, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, you know, you're fat, you know, you're fat and you don't want to be when you're excited for a new treadmill. Dude, I'm going to run the brakes off that bad boy. I can't wait. Uh... 
but yeah, let's, uh, I think I, I asked for questions. I, I, I said I would answer some questions, so I asked for some. Hope that makes you happy, baby. I hope you're proud. Um, I have to vet a lot of these questions because uh, the, the majority of them are, are I'm not going to answer them because they're absolutely fucking insanity. Like half these questions I can't even. No, like that, I would get canceled for half these. Um, this is an easy one, though. We'll start with easy. We'll take it from there. Now you might say, Max, why do you answer questions at the end of your podcast? Why don't you just end the podcast? Ah, because I want to ask. I want to answer questions. I think it's fun. I've always wanted to do this. Um, I think. I think you know, as much as I like to say I, I am doing this for myself, and I am. I think there's there obviously is a part of me that, that I do appreciate the attention, and I appreciate. I appreciate people reaching out and, and, and interacting. I think it's fun, uh, mostly because it's low cost interaction. There's not a lot involved. I ask for questions. People ask me questions. I read them, and I get to interact with somebody without actually interacting with somebody. They have to listen. Besides that, it's just me on this no direction podcast. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna script this thing or point it towards like, hey, I like talking about murder mysteries. Um, but yeah, uh, this I'll do half this question. How about that? This one says you talked about turning 30 and the feed and the feeling the need to create. Yeah, I did. So, um, I, when I turned 30 and as I continued going through my thirties, there was a need to create because I, I've tried to do things multiple times in my life and I've always stopped doing them, uh, because I get in my own way. I think I suck at drawing or I, I'm, I'm not good at this. I can't learn piano. I can't do that. I can't do this. And I stop or I worry too much about what others might think or have worried or if I'm reaching enough people or if I'm blowing up or, you know, whatever the fuck that means. I'm blowing up with four people listening to my podcast. But with this podcast and turning 30, I don't feel that. I don't feel this need to. I only feel the need to create and create whatever I want. And um, it's it's mine and it's just content. You will listen to this or you won't. You might be uh, anywhere. You could be driving and you're donating your time. You could be fucking taking a bath. Only weirdos apparently take baths. According to my wife, you're gross if you take a bath. I didn't think that, but she does. You know, you could be fucking running on a treadmill at Planet Fitness, staring at a bunch of... I saw a girl with a fucking jersey on that said Mr. 305. Now, I didn't know what the fuck that was at first. It just had a gigantic 305 on it. And then it said Mr. 305, you know, Mr. on the top of the jersey with a gigantic 305. And on the front it said Dale. And that's when I knew, for fuck's sake, what is that, Pitbull? She's got a Pitbull jersey on. You know, and that's what you're looking at while you're running a Planet Fitness. Instead of that, you got to listen to me. Um, yeah, so I did feel the need to create. And I, I am eventually, finally, creating something. Who knows what this is? Well, all I know is it's content, baby. It's just digestible noise uh i'll keep asking these ones if you could go pro in what sport would you do easy baseball those fucking big chunky boys are out there just beaming homers out or catching fly balls and they make more money than anybody else i'm not playing soccer i'm not running that much i'm not playing football you're not gonna give me ct next thing i'm gonna fucking chris jericho my family um here we go this is a good one because it might be a might get Tupo riled up. Kill or be killed. You versus Tupo. How do you win? How do you lose? I don't lose. And I'll tell you why. Even though I haven't trained in a long time, I feel confident enough in my abilities 
to cause harm to somebody because of you know how, because I I was in jujitsu long enough that I feel confident that I could handle someone who hasn't been in jujitsu or hasn't been in fighting. Um, just knowing a little is a huge advantage. So for sure, how do I beat Tupo? I choke him out. I'm not gonna swing on him. He's too fucking big. He's way too big. He's way too strong. Um, I don't know how strong I am right now, but I, I would confidently say he might be stronger than me. So definitely rear naked choke until he fucking stops breathing. Hope you hope you listen to this for Tupo. Last one from this person. Nike or Adidas and why? Nike's all the way. Um, I don't fuck with Adidas. I you know I have a pair of three eighties. This is funny. So I have a pair of three eighties that were handed down to me uh, from my brother in law. He's been wearing the wrong size shoe or whatever. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Um, but definitely Nikes. Um, and no morality, no moral, nothing. I just think they they make better looking shoes. Half over half the fucking Adidas shoes look absolutely horrendous. They're the ugliest things that ever happen. Everything looks like Pharrell vomited on it, or they're either the original footprint that yeah, Kanye West used to make his Yeezys, or they're a blueprint of a Yeezy that Adidas is now making. They're just they're all stupid. Now you might say, Max, you know, Nike only makes Dunks and, and Jordan ones, you know, but you know, I have Elevens, uh, I have Dunks, I have I have one lows, highs. I love this though. I, every time I got a new pair of shoes, I always wanted to be a shoe head when I was younger. I was broke. My friend Jomar, he, that man had so many pairs of retro dunks. It wasn't even funny. I thought they were the coolest shoe ever, but I could just never afford them. Uh, so when I got older, I, I always promised myself that if I ever made enough money, I would start buying shoes again. Uh, and by again, I mean for the first time. And I had been wanting Jordans my whole life. So this year, I was like, you know, I'm making enough money that that, that doesn't affect me. It's like my fun money or whatever. So I started buying more Jordans. I started getting my shoe game um, that I've been longing to do. Now, I only buy retail because I'm not going to get fucking played by StockX. But anytime I buy um, a new pair of shoes and they get here and I try them on and I, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, what do you think of these? She says they look like every other fucking pair of shoe you have. And I have to explain to her, no, these are different. These have a different colorway. It's a, it's a completely different model, blah, blah, blah. And every time she's like, no, dude, they literally just look like the other shoes you got. I don't know why you're buying them. They look ridiculous. And I just think that's funny because my wife could care less about shoes. And I'm over here trying to explain to her the difference between a Dunk and a Jordan. Um, but yeah, definitely Nike over Adidas. 100%. Here we got a couple more. Um, what's my favorite movie? Uh, I really liked The Northman. I'm not... So I'm not like a cinema head, so I'm not like super like my favorite movie is fucking the redo version of, you know, uh, I don't even know, Monty Python, blah, 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 1965 version or whatever. Uh, I kind of tend to like the movies I've just recently seen because they're the ones that are most in my head. But The Northman for sure is, is up there. Um, it's it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Uh, but I would have to say my all-time favorite movie is definitely by far... Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre is the funniest fucking movie to ever exist. And if you don't agree with me, I don't give a shit. It's it's hilarious. Jack Black is flawless. Fucking Chancho's a chunko boy. Dude, Skeletor is my... He's hilarious. The movie is absolutely... It's got so many one-liners in it. It's not even fucking funny. It's it's by far my favorite movie. Uh, definitely Nacho Libre. And then a lot, obviously, more serious than Northman. Ah, uh, but yeah... 
What's your current biggest fear? I think that's, I like that because it says current. And um, what is my current biggest fear? Man, I didn't really read over these. Um, I don't know. I think, um, I guess right now it would be finishing school. So I'm starting my bachelor's program later this week. I'm, I'm about 70% of the way down with my bachelor's program already because of my, my graduates, my associate's degree. And um, talked about this a little bit with my wife, but we'll talk about it again. Um, uh, I think I'll do one more after this. Yeah, I think it's when you set this goal of, five, you know, when you get your bachelor's degree, it's either get a really good job in the field that I, I'm, I'm practicing or continue school and get a master's. And I don't want to get a master's degree because I don't really want to be manager. I don't want to be a management position, not at this time. So my biggest fear is finishing because then it's like now it's really started. Now it begins. You know, I'm like a year and a half out ish, less than that from my bachelor's. Once that's over, it's that's it. It's time to go. You know, it's go time. It's time to look for that really big baller job that I've been telling hyping myself about for past, th- you know, two years now. And um, and then if you don't get it, that's like in a way that is, that's an ultimate failure. You know, I still got the degree and I have a really good job in the meantime, but it's not what the game plan was. So a little bit of that is is the end. Um, I've been enjoying the process. It's the first time I've ever enjoyed the process of anything I've ever done in my life. As far as a skill or uh, learning something, I'd always thought about the end. And in this scenario with school, all I've thought about is next class, next semester. And I've enjoyed the process of learning again. I've enjoyed the process of proving to myself I can learn and that um, I can continue to learn. And I'm afraid of when that ends, what I will be or, you know, what will happen next. So that's my biggest fear right now. All right, last question. Out of all the mistakes you've made in your life, which one is your favorite? Okay, let me think, because I got a bunch of fucking mistakes, dude. God damn, half my life. Um, I got one, uh, because I think this is funny, because not every mistake you make might actually be a mistake, and this might be my favorite one. Uh, after I got laid off in 2020 with AT&T, uh, and my baby was due sometime in August. We ended up having her in July. So I went to overdrive mode. I was going to do everything. I was, I was going to school in the fall uh, to become a firefighter. But at the time, I knew I was going to have to get work because I didn't know what was going to happen with unemployment, all this other shit. I didn't know I didn't know what could or would happen to me. Who knows what would happen to me? Um, so instead of like worrying about that, I I signed up for the electrician's union. And uh, I studied. I taught myself algebra again. I hadn't used algebra in like fucking 10 years. Uh, I taught myself pre-calc again. I haven't used any of that shit for this test. You got to take this test for the union, for the electric union. And it's uh, most, majority of it's math-based. You got to do this huge interview in front of like, I don't know, fucking eight people or whatever. And I, I mean, before this interview, I'd, I'd done one interview, and that was with AT&T. And before that, I had never done an interview. So I, w- I had no interview skills at all. Um, so I, I absolutely kill the, um, I absolutely kill the, uh, test portion of it. You know, I do really good on the math. I do good on the comprehension. And then, um, I have the sit down interview and, uh, you know, with like, I think there's like nine different leads or union people. I don't know. A bunch of fucking people who think there's somebody or whatever. And, uh, I'm, I, I, I realized halfway through the interview, I'm bombing it on purpose and I th- and, and and then, you know, 
I'm answering the questions very bluntly or I'm answering them so like I'm being myself, which is never what you want to do in an interview. As much as they want you to tell you to do, you never want to be yourself, you know, and, you know, and, uh, and I'm just fucking bombing it on purpose. You know, these people ask me like, you know, if, if you were looking to stay extra time or blah, 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 would you? And this is coming from someone who just spent like on and off 17 days in straight. I was like, I'm not, you know, I would work 17 days straight, come home for a weekend, go back for 17 days straight. Um, so the first time anybody says it overtime, I'm like, you can go fuck yourself pretty much, you know? And over halfway through, I realize I'm bombing it. I realize I can't afford the bomb it, that I have a baby coming and I need this job. So I have to turn this, turn this interview around. Uh, I end up, I end up doing really bad on the interview, but not bad enough. It drops me out of the standings. I, I, I stay in the standings and I actually, I get offered a position. Um, well, I get offered a pre position for the union. They, there's so many fucking steps, dude. And, all this pay it forward bullshit with the, any union, it's absolutely ridiculous. So they offer me this this class I can take, and that gets me on the list to get into the union. And I just ghosted the shit out of them. You know, they called me a bunch of times. They reached out a whole shitload of times. And at the time, you know, I just ghosted them. I don't want to hear it. I didn't want to have to pay for their bullshit schooling. Whatever. So, and I moved on. You know, and I'm getting through school or whatever, and I keep going. I'm like, wow, that... And looking back at uh, earlier on in my schooling or whatever... I thought that was the dumbest mistake I ever made. Uh, you know, I was like, I should have been an electrician. I would have made really good money eventually. And, you know, uh, and, and it killed me. I thought I had fucked my family over so bad. Turning, Looking back now, though, it was the greatest mistake I could have ever made on purpose or accident because I'd be working eight to ten hour days. I'd never get to see my, my, my baby or my wife. I'd, our whole entire family dynamics would have been completely different. I wouldn't be making the good money I am now. I'd have to wait another three years before I make anything close to this. And um, yeah, it was it was a huge mistake at the time. And there was kids in there that like 19, 21 years old who could career this job and they can make it everything they wanted. And I felt like they, they deserved the job more than me for someone who didn't give a fuck. And I probably was going to continue looking for new work while I was there. But uh, yeah, a little bit after I, I thought I fucked up. I thought I did the wrong thing. I thought I... I thought I made a mistake in that I um I took the easy way out and I, I wasn't being a father, I wasn't being a husband. And that, that killed me for a little while. And, you know, fast forward now, I look back and I'm like, that would have been the dumbest fucking thing I ever would have done. I would have never graduated. I would have never had the opportunity to hold a, a, a degree up in front of my, my daughter, in front of my, my you know, my wife and my mom and, and all that shit. I didn't get to walk in high school because I dropped out. So, uh, yeah, time biggest mistake of my life, and it turn, it comes out to be one of my favorites uh, for sure. But yeah, all right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this shit up. This is what it was, and it is what it is, and there's nothing else to it. This is it's not that funny podcast. If you did listen all the way through, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I'm probably gonna push back my release dates going forward from uh, Tuesday night. I might push it towards the end of the weekend, towards like Thursday night. Um, so there might be a little delay between this episode and the next, but again, this is Max with, it's not that funny podcast signing out. Hope you guys had a good time listening to this and I hope to grab your attention again next week. Thank you. Bye.